0: Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We're excited to talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening.
1: Looking at Acts 27, a number of things stuck out to us today. Yeah. And one of the first things is very applicable to all of us. And that's um, Luke's laying out the details of a journey to get to a specific place in a moment in time. Where the Lord is going to use Paul. If you look at this, there's hardly a mention of God in this chapter. It it felt like I was reading Esther or Ruth, where it's like action-packed. There's a ton going on, and it hardly mentions Jesus or God or what what His plan is. You know, Paul has this encounter with an angel we're going to talk about in a sec. But yeah, Paul's laying out. uh, Luke's laying out all the details of the kinds of wind and the kinds of waves and how many people were on the boat and. Just mm-hmm. a friendly reminder that God is with us in the journey. And he's He's usually trying to... He's moving us to a specific place and time where he's going to use you.
0: Mm-hmm. And he
1: uses you on the way, just like he used Paul.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, so that's one of the... Interesting things about the way that Dr. Luke writes is it's just so detailed and, um, and, and for me, kind of like, hey, don't miss a step of this, because all of these things are actually um, uh specific and poignant to what we learn about uh, what God's doing here. And so that's actually something that stuck out. Um, are we going to jump in? Or are we going to keep doing an overview? I keep, let's keep going. Let's go for it. So that's actually something that stuck out to me is you're oop oh, there's Winnie <laughs> is you read you're reading about this journey that Paul's on so he is actually a prisoner and he's on this boat and and the, there's this huge storm at sea and they they literally haven't eaten they haven't seen the stars they haven't seen the sun for for days and then you get to this. Verse twenty one, I think it begins, and um, and Paul actually had said to them because it was getting to be winter. he had said to his captors, you know, I don't think we should sail. It looks like it might be a little dangerous. Earlier in the chapter, and then you get to verse twenty one and twenty two, and Paul, um, I'll just read it to you. So This is Acts chapter so twenty seven. Imagine 27. you haven't
1: eaten for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Everyone's gonna be pissed off and tired and angry right. and agitated, and then this guy stands up.
0: Yeah. And you just think, Paul, what are you doing? Who are you? And so he says in verse, um, verse 21, men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves this damage and loss. And so you just think, are you going to be that guy? That's like, Hey, I told you so, Paul, and, and you're a prisoner, Paul. Like, what are you, but he just has confidence in, in who God is. And, and, and here's why, because you keep reading Um, So that was verse 21. This is verse 22. But now I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. No big deal. Last night, an angel of the God who I belong to and serve and who I serve stood beside me. And he said, do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar. And God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So keep up your courage, men. This is verse 25. For I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground on some island. So so in this, it's interesting because we know God is a God of all comfort, but that doesn't really sound incredibly comforting. The angel, um, an angel of the Lord comes to Paul and says, don't be afraid, you must stand trial before Caesar. And so essentially what's happening here is... Um, is this angel is giving this message to Paul that's saying, um, don't, you don't have to worry about it because you actually need to make it to Rome. That's actually where we're going to use you. So you have to survive here because we have a plan for you somewhere else. And mm-hmm. so we're not done with you. <laughs> so I know that message isn't really comforting, yeah. but that's the truth about it. and it, that's You're in
1: that moment. <laughs> you're like, I want, I want you to talk about taking these waves down a few feet. Mm-hmm. Give me some sleep. How about some food? Mm-hmm. Instead, God's like, nah, just remember the bigger picture here when you're right. in the midst of your storm have courage in the storm because there's something much bigger happening mhm and you got to get to rome
0: and so and so just a spoiler alert we're not going to actually debu or um, go through 28 with you cuz that's tomorrow's reading um, but what happens in chapter 28 is they so they make it through the weather the storm they actually shipwreck on an island they're not even sure what it is they discover the island is malta there's natives on the all on the island that are kind to them. But then Paul gets bitten by a viper and you're supposed to just die. But Paul (laughs) survives. Anyway, and so there again, you see Paul, man, God's got a plan. God really needs you in Rome. So he's using you in Malta and he's using you in this storm because um, there's more for you to do in Rome. And so that's what happens. He makes it to Rome. But like Clark said, when you when you zoom in on this one puzzle that's going on, I think that's something um, that I've learned about myself just in, in reading for uh, Acts 27, for today's reading, is I just get so fixated on um, on the one puzzle piece. I, in my humanness, just get so distracted, fearful, worried, scared, concerned, overwhelmed with the one piece of the puzzle, the storm that I'm in. I haven't seen the sun in two days. I haven't seen stars in two days. I haven't eaten for a day or two or more than that, the sailors were saying. And so, um, in that, I feel like the Lord's just reminding me in this chapter that that's one piece, that's Mm -hmm. one piece of the puzzle. So please step back and, and trust that I, I know, where all the puzzles belong and I know how to put them together and I actually have great purpose and plan yeah. in how the, the, the puzzle is supposed to look at the end. Yeah. And so. we're
1: supposed to endure the journey because as you're reading, some of the other men on the ship want to cut a corner. I love right. verse 29. I started laughing when I read it. And I don't really blame the guys, to be honest with you. It says, Fearing that they would be dashed against the rocks, they dropped four anchors from the stern at daylight. In an attempt to escape from the ship, the sailors uh-huh. dropped a lifeboat down into the sea, pretending they were going to lower some of the anchors from the bow. Uh,
0: what are you doing?
1: Yeah, Paul's like, wait, what are you guys doing over there? Then they cut the, the the cords and kick the life raft off to the sea. And that's just ludicrous if you think about it. But um, that leads us to one of the things we learn about God, and he's calling for obedience. So there's no cutting corners Mm -hmm. here. I'm calling you to obedience. Mm -hmm. I promised Paul that I would keep all of you alive. But walk in obedience. Walk Mm -hmm. with integrity. And in the midst of all this craziness, Paul gives thanks to God. Verse 35, Mm. uh, he says, After he had said this long speech, which he told everybody he was right, then they shouldn't have done this. (laughs) And wait, they're all going to be saved. He took some bread and he gave thanks to God in front of all of them. Mm-hmm. So not Christian men. They don't care, know about Jesus yet. Now they're hearing about him. Mm-hmm. And Paul's giving thanks to God. They haven't eaten in two weeks. Mm-hmm. They're about to die, if they think. The waves are huge, and mm-hmm. here's Paul giving thanks. Mm-hmm. So another thing that stood, that stood out. Yeah. Also a fun fact from the study Bible that I'm reading is that <laughs> experienced sailors knew when they were approaching land, even if they couldn't see the land because of the sound of the waves and the way the waves cracked and broke, and the sense of smell changed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So take that with you today. Mm-hmm. Cash that one at the bank. Mm-hmm. But as we wrap up today, uh, just two questions we ask ourselves often: What do we learn about God in this chapter? What do we learn about ourselves
0: mm-hmm.
1: when it comes to learning about God? Remember, He is with you in your journey. Yeah. Maybe you got a, a Rome destination. You have some kind of relational, vocational um, uh, goal. Or maybe even a word from the Lord that you think you're, you're, you're heading towards. Mm-hmm. God's still with you in the process. Mm-hmm. He's still with you on the journey. And another minor one here that's very important is that God speaks. God yeah. speaks to us today through mm-hmm. his word, but also through angels, through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He's calling us for obedience. Yeah. And Bob, what would you say we learn about ourselves in this chapter? See the bigger picture.
0: Yeah, I said, I kind of shared that. That I, you know, what I learned about myself is that in my finiteness and in my humanness, I just get sucked into the one, the one puzzle piece, my, my circumstance and what's going on right in front of me. And, um, I think a call to obedience for me just in today, right now in my life is, is to lift your chin, Bobby, to, like you said, to give thanks and, um, to, to lift my eyes up to the Lord, and sometimes I I don't need to be looking at my belly button. I don't need to be looking down, but I need to be looking up and um, and giving thanks for for what's going on on in my life right now, and for the the bigger puzzle for the the rest of the pieces that the Lord knows and that He's putting together uh, for me, and that He's welcoming me into. And so, yeah, through through all of the Acts chapters, um, just a joy to read with you guys and process and. Uh, Yeah, and looking forward to our next book.
1: You betcha. So, hey, have a fantastic week. Post online and uh, we'll
0: be in touch. God bless you guys. Bye-bye. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.